0: Good morning. It's good to be with you as we gather together uh, around uh the word this morning to continue in our time in Proverbs. We're getting getting close to the end. We're on chapter 22. So uh you know, we got about a uh, nine more nine more uh chapters to go. Nine more days in December. Uh nine of December. I'm going back to 2023. Nine more days in January and uh, nine more chapters in um you know in Proverbs. So we're going to be on chapter 22 today and we we'll, we you know we're reading a prob we're reading a chapter of Proverbs a day. So uh it's it's the 22nd so we're going to read uh Proverbs 22. So uh, as we read this as I read this in preparation this morning there were a couple things that um that that just stuck out to me. Um and it it's uh, if you read Proverbs you see certain themes begin to appear throughout the book. If, you, if you, as I hope you've read each day's chapter you know you read more than just what we reflected upon each morning in our rooted but I hope you've read um read the different chapters that we've suggested and, and if you're like me you probably notice some themes come through uh, in proverbs you noticed to be to be teachable being teachable is a huge theme in proverbs seek wisdom seek to have it seek to know it you've seen um a lot of teachings about how we talk how we use our language how we get angry things such as that but you've probably seen, if you're like me, you've seen a lot of teachings on money. A lot of teachings on money in, in Proverbs. It's a, it's a consistent thing because, I mean, if you think about it, what I tell couples when they get married, when I do, when I do premarital counseling with couples, I, I tell them that they're going to have conflict in three areas, and I call them the three Fs. Family, finances, and faith faith is obvious, you know finding a faith home and you know that if you're if ones raised one way and one's raised another, finding that faith home. family is going to be your family of origin, the family you came from. 95 percent of your pre, your conflict in marriage comes from the way the fact that your mamas did it differently. and so whose mama was right? and then the um, the other one is going to be finances. So much conflict in marriage. So much conflict in church, so much conflict in life comes down to finances. So I, I think it's appropriate that Proverbs gives us some good advice on finances. Be cautious with debt. Don't uh, today we read um uh, if, if you if you uh, read Dave listen to Dave Ramsey Proverbs twenty two seven the rich rule over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender. So be very cautious with with you know taking on debt. That Proverbs warns against it. The borrower is slave to the lender. But we see in Proverbs the notion that God is not a God who who the rich may have advantages or worked hard or whatever. But verse two today says in chapter twenty two verse two, the rich and the poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all. So you see this notion, verse 9, Those who are generous will be blessed, for they, for they share their bread with the poor. Do not, verse 22, Do not rob the poor, because they are poor, crush the afflicted at the gate. For the Lord pleads their calls and defends the life of them who, who despoil them. So we see there in this notion that, yes, be wise with your money. Be careful with your money, but use your money well. Do not use it to harm the poor. Do not not use it to hurt the poor. And in fact, quite the opposite. Verse nine, those who are generous are blessed. John Wesley um, is a man that many admire for many reasons. Being a United Methodist, obviously I admire Wesley. But one of my favorite things about Wesley is, and there's debate if this is true or not, but there's a a thesis called Halby's Thesis, which suggests that the reason why the United Kingdom did not fall into revolution in the days of Wesley, like, like in America or like in the continent, was because of John Wesley's work with the poor. John Wesley basically helped create the middle class in England by his work with the poor. John Wesley did so much for the poor, he wrote a wrote a um, wrote a book called uh, The Primitive Physique, which was a book of home remedies for those who were sick and couldn't afford to go to the doctor. He started schools. Um, he had a great sermon called On the Use of Money, where Wesley put forth these three rules uh, for for the people called Methodist: to earn all you can, save all you can, and give all you can. John Wesley said, if I die with a pound in my pocket, I have robbed God. Uh, So Wesley understood that individuals should earn all you can through honest and legal work. He he said, earn as much as you can. Um, You know, work hard. Wesley believed in work. He said, save all you can. Wesley had a great fear of debt. His father um, was placed in debtor's prison. You know, in England in Wesley's day, they had what was called debtor's prison, where if you owed your debt, you couldn't pay them; they put you in jail, and you could leave to go work, but you had to come back at night and stay in debtor's prison. John Wesley's father was placed in debtor's prison, so that scarred Wesley, and so Wesley wanted people to have reserves. Um, he wanted he wanted that to happen so that they would be safe. But he said, "You earn all you can, and you save all you can." So that you could give all you can. For Wesley, that was the point of earning and saving was to give. You didn't earn for earning's sake. you didn't give, you didn't you didn't save for savings' sake. You earned and you saved so that you could give. It's what John Wesley believed how money should be used. And I think that really is a great. Teaching that we see from Proverbs today, so um, to, you see so many passages in Proverbs about um, about earning, um, you know, to working hard, sa- saving your money. But we're told to help the poor. Verse sixteen: Oppressing the poor in order to enri- impressing oppressing the poor in order to enrich oneself and give it to the rich will only lead to loss. We see that for Wesley, he believed that we are called to take all the blessings that we've been given, material, spiritual, and use them to help other people. So uh, Proverbs teaches us that lesson as well. And I think there's a certain beauty in that, because when we earn and save and then give, what happens is we disentangle ourselves from this world, because... um it's very easy to earn and to save, and then not to give, to hoard. And when we hoard, what did what did what does the New Testament tell us? The love of money is the root of all evil. When we hoard and we hold on to it and we don't give, it's like this world can get its tentacles and its claws into us, and that we can find ourselves clinging to material wealth more than clinging to Jesus. I think that I've heard it put like this, even in terms of giving to the church, tithing, in many ways that's a when we tithe and we give 10% to the church and it's, it's God forcing us to be blessed. Not that the blessings will come back to us materially because I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the prosperity gospel. Um, I don't believe that just cause you give it that everything's going to, you're going to become a millionaire. But I do think the greatest blessing of giving, tithing, which my family and I do, is that you, you know that God deserves the best of what you have. And when, we, when you do this, you're, you're showing God how thankful you are for all that he's given you because all that we have is his gift. Even if you have a good work ethic, who gave you that work ethic? If you have good health to work who gave you good health when we give back we're forcing ourselves to disentangle ourselves from this world and understand where our true gifts come from so money is a is a is a constant is a constant word in proverbs so um as we think about our life this week as we think about how we use our resources and our gifts i would i would encourage us to keep our eye on what proverbs teaches us to, to use our money well, to use our money to help others, to use our money to do good in the world, to not get tangled up into the wealth of this world, but to use all that we have to be a blessing to other people to do all we can to point others to the goodness of God. So Proverbs is full of some great words for us, and I hope that today we can hear um, what the teacher longs to say to us in Proverbs 22. Thanks for being with us today. We'll pick up tomorrow with chapter 23. Hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll see you in the morning. Have a great day.